Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Inventory Lab is the proud sponsor of That Cat Radio, Amazon Resellers. Streamline your bookkeeping at InventoryLab.com. Spend some time at Inventory Lab and save time every day with your bookkeeping. InventoryLab.com. Welcome to That Cat Radio with your host, Cat Simpson. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to That Cat Radio. I appreciate you listening so much, and I always want to give a shout-out to our premier sponsor. The folks at Inventory Lab make my Amazon business run so much smoother. Thank you guys for making accounting for an Amazon seller automatic. Inventory Lab, I love you guys. (laughs) Today, if you're listening live, is Tuesday, April 5th, 2016, a big day in eBay land. And because of that, we have a great guest with us. We have Melissa Paz here for our first two segments to talk about the eBay spring announcements for 2016 and then for segments three and four we're going to have my favorite friend my lawyer Cliff Enico back he's written a great book on crowdfunding so you get two great topics for the price of one today how's that work first guest I want to introduce you guys to Melissa Paz who is a full-time eBay and Amazon seller she's an eBay meetup leader for the eBay sellers of Central Florida Melissa is also a speaker and a coach with an emphasis on the Hispanic community in our e-commerce world uh, Melissa hosts a fantastic podcast it's actually on the website blab so it's called a blab she is the hostess of ecom blab which is an interactive talk show on blab.im covering all things eBay Amazon and e-commerce in general. The hashtag EcomBlab will have several guests from eBay and Amazon community, marketing tips, how-tos, and anything else that comes up related to running our work team from home in our e-commerce businesses. Melissa invites the audience to participate and join in the conversation. They answer questions and help each other grow. Melissa, welcome to That Cat Radio. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's It's been such an interesting day. Oh, hasn't it? Hasn't it been an interesting day? Melissa, I think the first time I met you in person was at the eBay birthday party, or maybe before that, but I, th- I know for sure we saw each other at the birthday party, right? It was. It was at eBay 20. Yes, we were sitting there at a table and having breakfast together. <laughs> <laughs> and that was an exciting time because they were announcing all these great changes to eBay. And I feel, feel like the announcements today kind of continued on that tradition. Uh, I, I see the announcements that came out today as overall a very positive thing for eBay sellers. A couple of areas maybe of concern to certain groups of sellers, but overall very mm-hmm. positive. What is your take after going through this whole day of listening to the community respond to these announcements? How do you feel about this announcement in general? Okay, well, I always try to keep a positive outlook, and, you know, change is always a little difficult for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, we have to embrace it and and learn to move along with it and improve our tactics to keep growing in this e-commerce business. It's always going to change. There's always going to be something new. Actually, I'm pretty happy with some of the changes they're announcing because I'm a premium store owner, um, and 
the increase from 500 free listings a month to 1,000 free listings a month, that's great. Like, I don't mind the $10 increase because I'll be able to list so many more things. And I have uh, my my uh, type of store is usually good till canceled. So mm-hmm. I can go ahead and start listing another 500 things pretty quickly and just leave it running on autopilot. So I'm happy about that. And definitely I know at some point I'll become an anchor store and some of the perks that the anchor stores are going to be getting like that that VIP customer service. Yes. That's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> I thought uh, <laughs> I was really surprised too. I thought that was going to be a really big deal, and I haven't heard it talked about a lot on the board. So uh, I don't think people have realized yet what a great perk that's going to be. Yeah, and you know, on the boards, it's it can be time consuming, and I advise everyone to just take a step back, take a deep mm-hmm. breath, analyze it, and look at it from an analytical standpoint. And yes, there's going to be things that are concerning, like. I understand, like, for me, it's not going to affect me because I don't have any Java. I don't have any active content whatsoever. But I understand mm-hmm. that a lot of the big sellers have invested a lot of time and money into these listings. Right. But, you know, this is nothing new, and it's not a big surprise. We've all been told a million times that we need <laughs> to scale that back. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and again, we're... There's, there's plenty of time for that, too. I mean, it's all the way to September uh-huh. of 2017, not September of 2016, September of 2017. So plenty of time. So for those of you that are listening, a lot of my audience, Melissa, are mainly Amazon sellers. And interestingly enough, over the last six or eight mm-hmm. months, many of them have started saying, you know what? We need to think about listing things on eBay, too. So as mm-hmm. opposed to two years ago when we saw this big exodus of eBay sellers going to Amazon, now I'm starting to see a bunch of Amazon sellers saying, hmm, let's talk about eBay. So for those mm. listening who are mainly Amazon sellers not familiar with eBay, eBay releases seller updates typically twice a year, sometimes more often, sometimes once a year, but pretty lately it's been twice a year. This is what they call the spring updates. You can find information on the announcements pages, announcements.ebay.com. There are forums on the board where they've had people answering questions all day. Uh, eBayRadio.com just did a whole show today on the changes. Um, I recorded an interview with Robin Johnson. There's lots of information out there. So always I recommend you go to the source. So if you're curious, check out the announcements page on eBay, link to there and go straight there. The biggest change is what Melissa, what you already referred to was the increase in store fees. And I kind of don't like uh, putting it as an increase because what eBay did was they increased the fees and then they increased the free listings. So for those of you not familiar, if you have an eBay store, you pay a monthly fee for that store and then you get a certain number of free listings that come with your monthly uh, subscription. So what they did was they raised the subscription price, but they also raised significantly, I might add, the amount of free listings you get. So for most people, if you are listing the maximum amount of, of listings that are allowed for free, you're actually going to be saving money because you're going to be paying a higher monthly cost, but you're going to be paying less for those extra listings you were creating. So the store fees went up, the listings went up too. I think most of the people are pretty happy about that. I haven't heard anybody complaining about uh, the fee raises except those who aren't sure they're going to list as many. Is that what you've been hearing, Melissa? Yeah, I would have to say that I agree with that. But, you know, at this point, you can really kind of project, okay, how many listings am I really going to have up? How many mm-hmm. of these listings are actually worth my time and effort? And then just make a judgment call as to, you know, is going down to a basic store the best thing for you? Is a, right. a premium store with with a thousand going to be the best, or an anchor store, which is a huge jump to ten thousand? 
Right, so but you know, they've even, eBay's even made it easy. They have a uh, fee calculator where you can put in what categories right. you list in, what type of listings you have, how many you think you'll have, and then they'll tell you based on that which level store mm-hmm. works for you financially. So it makes it pretty easy. Um, so that's pretty cut and dried. The other change in mm-hmm. fees, uh, I saw a lot of the um, featured add-ons are going up. But interestingly enough, they're only going up for items priced at $150 or more. So again, I don't think that's going to affect a lot of people. Um, subtitle going up from $0.50 cents to $1.50, that's a significant increase. But a $1 increase on a $150 item is pretty low risk there. So I don't see an issue with those going up. Melissa, do you use a lot of those add-on, subtitle, gallery plus, those types of things on your listings? I don't. <laughs> Me so either. I looked at I that just, and I was yeah. like, oh, I don't use those, so I don't care. <laughs> yep. Check mark, whatever. And then I went back and looked at uh-huh. them again. I realized it's only for 150 and up. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's a big deal there. Yeah. No. So the, those yeah, are the two fees that went up. Those are the two fees that went up. One thing I haven't seen many people talk about was the eBay branded shipping boxes. And I thought that was a pretty cool thing. Um, I know a lot Mm -hmm. of sellers use the priority mail boxes, so they're free, and they're like, well, this is no big deal. But priority mail has been getting more and more expensive, and I've seen more and more of my sellers starting to use things like media mail, FedEx, Smart Post, uh, even UPS. And, of course, those supplies aren't free. So being able to Mm -hmm. buy eBay-branded supplies, that's pretty cool. And with your store subscription now, you get a coupon to help you purchase those supplies. I thought that was neat. I, I agree. I think it's really nice that we get those um, every quarter now that we'll get those coupons. And, you know, me personally, I don't, I won't probably use them as much because I do a lot of drop shipping from my manufacturers. But mm-hmm. if I had been shipping the usual way, like I did a few years ago, a couple of months ago, I would have totally loved to have eBay branded boxes for everything. And I still have my eBay branded tape and I love using it for special yes. occasions. You know, it's great. And and I, and I agree with you. A lot of us are using SmartPost and finding alternatives to priority because the prices keep going up. I'm mm-hmm. using SmartPost almost every day. So it's nice to have that. And, you know, I think it's, it's part of your branding, you know what I mean, when you include your packing slip yes. and your box is pretty. And it's not just a reused box that we have in our garage. So I think right. it's you very use positive. That. I think so. Do you want to use that all those special touches so that when they get that package, they think it's a present? I love that. So again, if you're using Priority Mail mostly, you probably this is not a big deal for you. But if you're using FedEx Smart Post, if you're using Media Mail, if you're using UPS, you've got to buy your boxes anyway. So having a coupon for shipping supplies that's a win. Having the eBay branded boxes, I think that's a win. So check into that for those of you who have eBay stores. Um, The other thing that I want to talk about in this segment was the Seller Hub. Now. I think the Seller Hub's been wonderful. I love having all that information in one place. I know, again, this is a big change. Many of you have been used to using the eBay uh, About Me page to handle your eBay business, but Seller Hub is coming in summer to be the default view. So check it out. Melissa, in 40 seconds, what do you think about Seller Hub? (laughs) I think it's the best thing eBay has come out with ever. Oh, really? Awesome. I absolutely love it. <laughs> it keeps it so much more those... organized and easy. Yes. Yes. What do you say to those people who say it's too much information? That they can edit what shows up on the screen to please them because now we have the option to pick and choose what shows up. 
perfect answer. So if you want to check out Seller Hub, please do. And remember what Melissa said. You can edit what you see and what you don't see. As for me, too much information doesn't exist in an e-commerce business. You need all those numbers and all that data you can get to make smart decisions. Thanks for listening. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Melissa Paz talking more about eBay changes on the WS Radio Network, the worldwide leader in internet talk. Take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com on your phone and in your ear everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. If you're looking for shipping supplies for your online business, then look no further than BubbleFast. Packing peanuts? They've got them. Poly bubble mailers? They've got those too. BubbleFast even has all the shipping supplies you need for Amazon FBA. So, what are you waiting for? Visit their website today at BubbleFast.com. Oh, and don't forget to use your That Cat Radio coupon code. That Cat Radio is good for 5% off your next purchase. BubbleFast. Think about all the reasons you love being a small business owner. Did accounting and taxes make the list? 40% of your peers say these are the least favorite tasks of being self-employed. Amazon sellers can turn to Inventory Lab. At Inventory Lab, we were sellers before developers. Our bundled services help eliminate your daily business headaches so you can enjoy the best parts of owning a business. Get your free 30-day trial at InventoryLab.com. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click, print, and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Inventory Lab is the proud sponsor of That Cat Radio. 
Amazon resellers. Streamline your bookkeeping at InventoryLab.com. Spend some time at Inventory Lab and save time every day with your bookkeeping. InventoryLab.com. Welcome to That Cat Radio with your host, Cat Simpson. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for choosing to connect. Segment two of That Cat Radio is sponsored by our friends at Bubble Fast, where you get wholesale shipping supplies fast. This month, use coupon code ThatCatRadio to get 10% off your shipping supplies. There you go. Welcome back, Melissa. We got more to talk about with these eBay changes, don't we? Yes, we do. Okay. Let's tackle <laughs> the one that I have heard the most concern about, active content. Now, for those of you who are wondering what in the world is active content, eBay has defined it as JavaScript, Flash, plugins, and form actions. And eBay has specifically said these items are going away from our listings. Now, there's no panic needed. And uh, uh, Melissa, you and I, I've been around eBay for a long time, so I used to call it the chicken little effect. Whenever eBay would announce a change, we'd have all these chicken littles running around. The end is coming! The end is near! You know, the world... <laughs> Um, so there is no chicken little moment needed here, yeah. okay? Because not only are they letting you know this so far ahead of time, it's ridiculous, they are giving you a chance to find alternatives. Again, just so you know, active content is not going to be gone from the site until September of 2017. That, again, for those of you slow with math, that's like 18 months or almost. So plenty of time for you to find options. Usually what I'm hearing from people are that the ones that use third-party tools are the ones having an issue with this. Melissa, is that what you're hearing? Yes, I definitely have to agree with that. I mean, there's going to be a lot of third-party applications and, uh, you know, listing tools and little add-ons that we like to have on our listings for, for extra pizzazz and things like that. That, you know, as we mentioned earlier, this is not new. We've been told time and time again for quite a while now that we have to start toning that down eliminating as much HTML and Java and all this active content, but now we actually have a proper deadline. We've all been aware that we need to optimize our listings for mobile-friendly viewing, mm -hmm. and having all this type of active content makes it difficult across all the different types of devices, the sizes of the screens, the different OSs. There's so much that comes into play that something that looks great on a browser doesn't necessarily look the same on an iPhone or a Samsung Galaxy. Right. So. We know we got to change this, but now finally eBay has told us you have until September of 2017 to get rid of it. Right. And you know, people say, well, why? Everything's working great. Why are they changing it? Well, first of all, everything's not working great um, because everyone knows that, that we're having issues. The buyers are not back as they were. So we need to do something to, to change that. And part of the problem is that they can't use it on their phone. Uh, the latest statistic I read, Melissa, said that 50% of eBay transactions are touched by mobile. So that was the highest I'd heard. So for those of you who aren't, I, say, well, I don't use a phone. Well, you may not use a phone, but 50% of the people buying on eBay are using a phone or a tablet or an iPad or something like that. So we have to get the site ready for those people. And that's one of the main reasons eBay's making this change. They made it clear there were two main reasons. One was the viewability on mobile, like Melissa, like you just talked about. You just can't get it to look right if you've got all these different scripts in there competing. Um, the second thing was security. And eBay made sure to stress and say, look, nothing's been, you know, hacked or anything, but 
these open active uh, data, they leave an option, an opening for hackers to get in and take advantage of and exploit the site. So that's another reason it's going away. So I think this is overall a very good thing for the community. Your thoughts, Melissa? I have to agree with you. I normally, you know how we get those emails every now and then from PayPal that tell us how many of our buyers were mobile? And right. mine fluctuate anywhere from 30 to 55%, sometimes even 60% of the buyers are mobile. Wow. So we really have to make sure that we're, you know, keeping that in mind and making it as easy as possible for them to be able to see this. If they have to be scrolling and zooming, then it, they're just going to bounce off to the next listing. Um, and then also the security factor. I mean, just obviously eBay has been very careful with this, but, you know, nobody's 100% hacked no. proof. No. If they can get, the, the government and the FBI files, they can get eBay files, trust me. <laughs> exactly. So anything that we can kind of close those loopholes and those entrances, I think is for the best. It's going to be better for the buyers. It's going to be better for us, for the sellers. And I understand that for a lot of companies, it, it may be an uphill process. But, you know, we have enough time to take care of it, make any new listings in the new format instead, and then just keep revising those older ones as they come up for renewal. Yeah, again, like we said, you know, plenty of time, almost 18 months for mm-hmm. this to really kick in. So, Melissa, what are you advising your listeners, your client, your audience? Okay, I've got this great add-on that does, that it helps me um, showcase my other listings. That seems like a popular one, the Octiva, the scrolling galleries. Or I've got this great company that connects with my listings, and they have this wonderful counter, and it gives me all this information, and I just don't want to lose that. What are you advising them how to change and adapt their business to fit this new update? I want to first let them know that I completely understand. When I was first starting off on eBay, I had a bunch of those different add-ons that really did add value, like it would calculate the the price in dollars and pounds and Australian dollars, and it was nice. And, you know, they just don't work on mobile the way that they should. And no matter how much these third-party companies tell you that they will and that they're mobile active, it still makes it harder for the, the, the buyer to scroll through it. So, unfortunately, really, it's time to bite the bullet and change them and remove them and find better ways to market. You know, use social media. Use the promoted listings feature on eBay, which is great. We're not paying per click. You know, we're paying only paying purchase. when it, they go. Right. So, I use what other things are available and don't depend on these third-party apps that are damaging your listings in the long run. Great, great advice, Melissa. I knew you'd have good advice for him. You know, the same thing that you said. I have faith in our developer community. Um, we've got 18 months, you know, ahead of us, 17 months, and we've got plenty of time for them to come up with another way of being able to provide us that information if it's that critical. So I would say, just like you said, look at your listings, see what those add-ons are doing for you, and ask yourself, do I really need this information? And if I do really need this information or this service or this add-on, is there another way to get that? And even if there's not another way of getting that right now, I really think our development community is going to come up with options. Given 17 months and all the brains that are out there uh, developing apps for the eBay community, I think we'll be fine. Absolutely. We just got to give them and also give them feedback. If you're third-party developers, Mm -hmm. you love their service. Let them know, hey, these changes are coming around. Can you find a workaround for me? And you never know, they'll probably come up with something that's even better than what you had before. 
I think so. And I think, you know, a lot of the old languages that people wrote for online are not there anymore. I, I remember, Melissa, back in 98 and 99, it was so cool to be able to change the text in your auctions. That's where a lot of those <laughs> listings came from that have like 12 different colors in them. Because <laughs> we were just so, oh, look what I can do. This is so cool, you know. So, And nobody mm-hmm. does that anymore. I mean, no professional seller does that anymore. Um, so I think some of these things, we're going to find new and better ways of doing them. So another thing that you alluded to was the mobile. And eBay has come out with this announcement and been even more transparent about how they're helping us with mobile. Now, what they've said is, we know that we can't display all of these long descriptions, not just the length, but all the active content, the JavaScript, the pictures and the listing, all that. We can't display that on mobile. So what eBay's been doing is going through with their algorithm and doing the best they can to pick out the top 250 characters and using that as the mobile description. Now that's led to some interesting descriptions on mobile, I have to tell you. Um, One of the big sellers on eBay, in fact, uh, the only thing that comes through on mobile for them is their return policy. So, (laughs) So they know that eBay knows this process is not perfect. So what they're trying to let us all know is you have a couple of options. Number one, if you create your description in your eBay listings under 800 characters, including spaces, including everything, and you don't use active content, you don't use fancy HTML, they did say basic HTML was okay, like bolding or underlining, listing, those kinds of things. If all of that, including the HTML, is under 800 characters, eBay will put that whole thing on the mobile listing. They are also going to release the tag that they need us to use where we can go in and tag exactly what 250 characters we want them to use for our mobile descriptions. Now that's not out there yet, but it is coming. So for those of you interested in in, um, making sure your listings are mobile friendly as much as they can, I would encourage you to see how many of your listings you can create with an 800 character description. What do you think, Melissa? I think that it is totally possible. I'm pretty sure that at this point, we use item specifics for a lot of the information. We're not including shipping or return policies inside of the description. So really, your description is just that, a description of the item, of its condition, of its colors, its dimensions, and and, and reiterating what's already in the item specifics many times. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty confident that most people will be able to easily keep to within that frame. And it's not that you can't go longer. You certainly can't. It's just that the first 800 characters are what's going to pop up on the mobile uh, screen when they first go in without having to click on it. So you can Mm -hmm. write a description that's longer. That's fine. Just be aware that the first 800 characters are what's really going to count when it comes to mobile. So make sure that the most important information is at the top, at the beginning. Um, And for me, I mean, I'm totally, completely fine with that. I'm glad that they're expanding it from 250 characters to 800. And I'm glad that they're also going to, yeah, right? And that they're going to give us the option to tag it. Because, yeah, if you have a description that's really long, well, maybe you have like a really short, important, or the bullet points of this is what really matters and this is what you really want to showcase. Then you can use that. I will have all Melissa's links on the podcast, but if you're looking for her on Facebook, look for Ecom Blab and Lazy Breeze Deals. Thanks, Melissa. We'll be right back in a few minutes on the WS Radio Network, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
Think about all the reasons you love being a small business owner. Did accounting and taxes make the list? 40% of your peers say these are the least favorite tasks of being self-employed. Amazon sellers can turn to Inventory Lab. At Inventory Lab, we were sellers before developers. Our bundled services help eliminate your daily business headaches so you can enjoy the best parts of owning a business. Get your free 30-day trial at InventoryLab.com. A podcast or radio show on WS Radio is a great way to create content marketing. Turn prospects into customers into raving fans. Contact Wade at WSRadio.com or call 866-WS-RADIO. Heidi Rue and Progressive Medical Center is the reason why I feel better than I ever have before. And Cheryl is the same way. She heard about Progressive Medical through listening to the fish and she had suffered from bloating, exhaustion and horrible acid reflux. After her treatment at Progressive Medical Center though, Cheryl lost 4 to 6 inches and she found out she had allergies which was causing her to bloat. When Cheryl was asked to describe her experience at Progressive Medical Center, she said it was life changing and educational. See Progressive Medical Center treats your whole self. They don't just put a band-aid on your symptoms. One of the things that impressed me most about Progressive was that they really took time to listen to you and they provide you with customized care. To begin your life change, call Progressive Medical at 770-676-6000. On the internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Has your business been appified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Appify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Inventory Lab is the proud sponsor of That Cat Radio. Amazon resellers, streamline your bookkeeping at InventoryLab.com. Spend some time at Inventory Lab and save time every day with your bookkeeping. InventoryLab.com. Welcome to That Cat Radio with your host, Cat Simpson. 
Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for choosing to connect with me here at That Cat Radio. Welcome to segment three, which is sponsored by our friends at Stamps.com. I love my Stamps.com subscription. Haven't been inside a post office in several months, thanks to them. I want to welcome back a good friend of our program, Cliff Enico. Cliff Enico is widely considered one of America's foremost small business experts and has helped more than 15,000 small businesses get off the ground over the past 30 years. He's best known as the former host of Money Hunt, the popular 1990s PBS television series for entrepreneurs. Cliff hosts now the Protecting Your Business channel on the Small Business Television Network and is a frequent contributor to Entrepreneur and other small business magazines and websites. A former Wall Street lawyer and business consultant, Cliff is the author of 10 books on entrepreneurship and small business success, including the eBay Business Answer Book, Small Business Survival Guide, Money Hunt, 27 new ways to create and build a breakaway business and the soon and the recently released ebay marketing bible a faculty member of ebay university cliff speaks around the country on e-commerce strategies and the legal tax and business issues involving selling products and services on the internet Today, we have Cliff with us to celebrate the publication of a new book he's written on crowdfunding. So welcome back to the show, Cliff. How's the new book launch going? Oh, it's going great, Kat. I'm, 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 uh, my, my wife says I'm a legend in my own mind. You know, <laughs> and that's basic. I like your wife. And of course, no man's a hero to his wife ever. But uh, but seriously, you know, I'm doing a lot of these right now. Very exciting new development. Really, uh, uh, probably the biggest change that has happened in the field of securities law since the 1930s. Uh, it's wow. going to make it a lot easier for a lot of small businesses to do what used to be called the friends and family offering, uh, but now expanding it to include their social media followers. Uh, this is a major development, and it's something that, that a lot of your listeners, I think, are going to be hearing about in the next in the next few months. I'm I'm very proud that this is the very first book that has come out on this topic, and uh, oh, I'm, I'm getting a lot of good press of about it. Too. Because I know getting a book published takes a while, and this is just timely as soon as they pass the regulations. For those of you listening, the title of the book is The Crowdfunding Handbook, subtitle Using Equity Funding Portals to Raise Money for Your Small Business or Startup. And if all those big words are confusing, let me just give you one small word I know you've heard of, Kickstarter. Okay? So... (laughs) We're talking about that type of website, Kickstarter. So um, I looked through the book real quick before the show uh, uh, last night and today. And Cliff, I, one thing I had to bring up was I love the fact that you've dedicated the book to seven strong women who shaped my character and made me what I am today. So tell me a little bit about these seven women <laughs> in your book. My seven, my seven strong women. Basically, I, I was raised by women, Kat. Uh, my dad, awesome. when I was a boy, he worked like three jobs. I didn't even know who he was until high school. You know, just about, you know, yo, mom, who's the guy? Who's that guy? That dad? <laughs> really? Can you introduce me? You know, you know, that kind of thing. So, so, I mean, I was really, I was shunted between seven very strong women, my mother, uh, two grandmothers, a great aunt, and three aunts that were all radically different. Uh, and I'm actually in my spare, in what little spare time I have these days, I'm actually doing an ebook called Seven Strong Women, a portrait of, um, uh, of seven women of the greatest generation in the uh, pre liberation era. It's going to be my one and only contribution to the uh, to gender studies literature, I think. Oh, I can't that's wait gonna, to see it's that. It's going to be one. it for me. And of course, <laughs> well, my know, wife, s- of course, when she saw the dedication, yes. she said, Now, <laughs> those are the seven who raised you. Now, who's number eight? 
Um, yeah. So, yep, yeah. I, I did leave one out there uh, very well, foolishly. I did, but but I okay. noticed that you, you gave her a shout-out there at the end and the acknowledgments when you wrote about how with her patience, not, without her patience, none of this would be possible. So she got her shout-out. That's good. Thank goodness. Thank goodness I got that. And, of course, you're number nine. So, you know, so that <laughs> oh, there you go. Of course. Of course. I knew, I knew that. I knew. Well, I just, I love the fact that, that I had to get that out there. We'll talk, We'll definitely talk about your book, but I wanted to get that out there about seven women. I can't wait to hear your book about that. They sound like amazing ladies I would love to know more about. So, Cliff, we talked about the crowdfunding handbook. I threw out the word Kickstarter to get the audience on the right board. But right. can you explain what exactly is crowdfunding? Okay. Up until this year... Crowdfunding has been, here's what crowdfunding's been all about. You have a project that you want to do. Maybe you're an author writing a new book, or you're looking for funding for a podcast, or you're an artist or something, and you're doing a gallery show, or you might be somebody who's looking to have like in vitro fertilization that's not covered by health insurance or something like that. You have a project. You put it out there on these websites, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, there's a bunch of them, and people who are interested basically give you money. Uh, you know, small amounts, $10 here, $100 there. You might get $1,000 from some, some rich person. Uh, but the idea is that they're really just, they don't really have an expectation of getting anything in return. You know, you might give them, you know, like if it's an invention, you might give them a free, you know, a free copy of it, you know, once it's, once it's released, or, you know, a signed copy of your new book if you're an author. But that's all they get in return. They're really just doing something nice. It's a way to solicit charitable contributions for various projects. Uh, I know one couple uh, was having trouble conceiving a baby, so what they did was they raised money on Kickstarter. This is about a little over a year ago. And, and basically the deal was uh, that at various contribution level, levels you would get different things, but over $1,000 you would have the right to name the baby. Uh, wow. if, they, if they conceived and had a child, you know, they, they would basically choose like three names, you know, three boys' names, three girls' names, and the people who put in over a thousand dollars would vote for the name that they liked best, and that's what they would name the they would they would name the kid. Uh, so that kind of at thing. At least they didn't name it Kickstarter. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, they, they had to have some control uh, over that, I think, because otherwise yes. you'd get some kid with some really horrible name like Clifford or Chauncey or something oh, like no. that. You know, God only yeah. knows. Anyway, but that's what crowdfunding's been now. Last year, the SEC took some action, though. This has been kicking around since 2012. Um, Congress in 2012 passed something called the JOBS Act, the Jumpstart Our Business Startups Act, but the acronym is JOBS, and that's what everybody calls it. Uh, and basically what they're doing is they're loosening up the securities laws to make it easier for small business to raise capital online. Uh, and, and one of the keynote of this, uh, this law was something called Title III, which basically said... You know, from from now on, you can use um, crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter to raise money for your company, and you can give people stock in your company in exchange for their contributions. It's the second part of it that's that's the that's the revolutionary new thing. You know, you have a lot of startup companies use uh, Kickstarter and, and other sites to raise money for their projects, their inventions, and all mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But now, under these new SEC rules, you can actually raise money for your company and give stock in your company to the people who participate in the crowdfunded offering. Major new development here, and it's it, you know. I mean, I've been practicing in this area, you know, new venture finance and stuff for 20, you know, more than 25 years. You know, normally when a company starts up, they get their money. First, they get their money from the founders, you know, the people who start the company, their credit cards and all that. Everybody gets up their credit cards. They max out their American Express, whatever. And then the second thing traditionally is a friends and family 
offering. You know, my Uncle Louie puts in 5000 Aunt Irma, you know, my, my seven strong women would have each put in $5,000, you there know, you if go. I was doing something for a project. What these new laws are doing, though, it enables you to tap into your social media following. You know, so instead of just hitting up your 10 closest relatives, you can now hit up your 10,000 Twitter followers, your 500 Facebook friends, uh, and ask them for money. And it's perfectly legal. This is, this is a major new thing. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you who are out there going, okay, wait a minute, guys, Kickstarter, those are not new. Those are not new. You're right. It's what Cliff said. Mm -hmm. That is crowdfunding. But what is new is what Cliff is talking about, equity crowdfunding, which is, as you just described it, where you're going to fund my business and I'm going to give you a stock or a piece of my business. Is that right? That's right. That's right. So what you're doing is you're going on a, a crowdfunding portal, and we'll talk about what those are in a few minutes. Uh, you, you, right now, to my knowledge, Kickstarter itself hasn't, hasn't gotten into this market yet, but a bunch of other websites have. And basically what you do is you basically say, okay, here's the deal. Here's my business plan. I am looking to raise $50,000, and in exchange for that, I'm willing to give up 5% of my company in chunks of 100 shares each, just like you would in a regular you know, stock offering with the SEC. Um, and that and that is a and basically you put it up on a portal and people basically compete with each other to to invest in you. I mean, some people on the in the audience are probably familiar that there are a bunch of of crowdfunding lender sites out there. Mm -hmm. um, right. Prosper.com, I think, is the most prominent of these. That's the one that mm -hmm. uh, Pierre Omidyar, the uh, founder of eBay, is an investor in that. Yes. Uh, there's another one called LendingTree.com. Basically, these are micro-lending sites where if I'm looking to raise money for a project, people can, can loan me money, and they can compete with each other to see who gets the best interest rate. This is the next evolution beyond that. Instead of doing of loaning me money, people can now actually buy shares in my company and own a piece of me, um, which is very different. And as you said, this is very, very new. Because as you said, the Jobs Act passed in 2012, but there was mm -hmm. something else that happened because nothing actually happened between 2012 and here we are in 2016. What happened in October of 2015 that made this a go? Okay, well, basically, the SEC, when, when Congress passed the act, they basically said, okay, now SEC, you know, the Securities and Exchange Commission in Washington, you've got to come up with some rules under this sucker uh, so that people okay. know how to, how to do these offerings. And it took the SEC bloody forever to get these <laughs> things approved. Um, I mean, the act was passed in no, April of 2012 was when uh, mm -hmm. President Obama signed the act. The, the proposed regulations didn't come out until October of 2013, and it took another two years until last October, right before Halloween, uh, the SEC finally came down with the proposed regulations. And there's been a lot of speculation about that, but I think my personal take on it is that the, Kat, is that the SEC was very nervous about expanding these, the, uh, the securities offerings to average normal people. Um, they don't trust uh, us. The way these rules, the way these rules set up. I mean, you know, if you were a rich person, what we call, what the SEC calls an they're going to cut, a, they're going to cut us off. But don't worry, because we okay. will be back in just a couple minutes. We'll finish this discussion because, again, they don't trust us. Don't worry, we're here on the WS Radio Network, the worldwide leader in internet talk. We'll be right back. If you're looking for shipping supplies for your online business, then look no further than BubbleFast. Packing peanuts? They've got them. Poly bubble mailers? They've got those too. BubbleFast even has all the shipping supplies you need for Amazon FBA. So, what are you waiting for? 
Visit their website today at bubblefast.com. Oh, and don't forget to use your That Cat Radio coupon code. That Cat Radio is good for 5% off your next purchase. Bubble Fast. A podcast or radio show on WS Radio is a great way to create content marketing. Turn prospects into customers into raving fans. Contact Wade at wsradio.com or call 866-WS-RADIO. Attention business owners. Does it feel like your business owns you? See if you qualify for a free 90-minute business coaching session to help you build a business, not a job. During this free 90-minute strategic consultation, one of our senior coaches will help you map out the best way to grow your company and get your life back. To learn more, go to MauiMasterminds.com slash scale now. That's MauiMasterminds.com slash scale now. Think about all the reasons you love being a small business owner. Did accounting and taxes make the list? 40% of your peers say these are the least favorite tasks of being self-employed. Amazon sellers can turn to Inventory Lab. At Inventory Lab, we were sellers before developers. Our bundled services help eliminate your daily business headaches so you can enjoy the best parts of owning a business. Get your free 30-day trial at InventoryLab.com. The richness of your life is reflected in the shimmering elegance found at Dioloon Design. One-of-a-kind jewelry and pieces from Cynthia Dillon in silver and gold help to express your unique personality. The flowing designs of her creations will empower the way you move throughout your day. Join us online at diolundesigns.com. Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner. The book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold and visit harrietlearner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, VinVillage.com, where wine lovers connect. Be sure to tune in weekly to Vin Village Radio for exclusive, in-depth interviews with the who's who in wine and food. Talk to me. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. WSRadio.com. Inventory Lab is the proud sponsor of That Cat Radio. Amazon resellers, streamline your bookkeeping at InventoryLab.com. Spend some time at Inventory Lab and save time every day with your bookkeeping. InventoryLab.com Welcome to That Cat Radio with your host, Cat Simpson. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us again for segment four. Segment four of That Cat Radio is sponsored by the Unstoppable Amazon Academy by Robin Johnson. To learn more about the Unstoppable Academy, about how to sell on Amazon, go to thatcat.com forward slash Robin, R-O-B-Y-N. Cliff, we cut you off right in the middle of your answer. So to summarize, I'd love to have you answer this again. What happened in October that changed this and made it real for everyone? Okay. 
The big thing the SEC did in October of last year was they expanded these types of offerings to anybody. It used to be that if you wanted to participate in a venture offering uh, of stock, you had to be a very rich person, what the SEC calls an accredited investor. You had to have at least a million dollars of net worth or income of at least a quarter of a million dollars and that kind of stuff. These new regulations open up these crowdfunded offerings now to just about anybody, as long as they don't spend more than $2,000 a year on these types of, of, of offerings. So it has really opened up venture capital to the masses uh, in a very, very big way. Oh, now that's interesting. I didn't pick up on that before. So are you saying that as an investor, I can't spend more than $2,000 per year on these types of offers? On these crowdfunded offerings, yes, you can do whatever you want with the rest of your portfolio, but you're limited. The SEC is 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 taking. The SEC is basically concerned that innocent people are going to be duped into buying, you know, bogus yeah. securities by a bunch of hotshot promoters. Uh, I mean, you know yourself. I mean, some of these some of these startup companies that you hear, you see, you know, advertised on the web. I mean, a lot of these are not ready for prime time, and the right. SEC is not wrong to be concerned about that. They don't want people losing their life savings to these things. So they're they're taking a very step by step approach to this. They're saying, well, okay, as long as it's not more than two thousand dollars a year, we're not going to worry about it. You know, these people can 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 you know roll the dice in Vegas if they wish. Okay. All right. Well, you can lose a lot more than that in Vegas, but I hear I hear what you're saying. Uh, we can talk politics some other time, huh, Cliff? <laughs> um, so, Cliff, what types of companies do you see benefiting from this new equity crowdfunding they're making available? Okay. Basically, th- this is going to be very appealing to companies that are current that are not currently on the venture capitalist radar screens, but that have huge social uh, media followings. And I'll give you a good example. I I celebrated a birthday last week. Uh, I won't tell you what year. Thank you. <laughs> well, you kind of can guess what decade, but that's about it. I won't go further than that. Uh, it's, a tr- it's, it's, a federal, it's a federal secret. Um, but my wife took me to dinner at the Four Seasons restaurant in New York City, which is a famous restaurant, Murals by Pablo Picasso. This was the place in, in the mid-20th century where Don Draper and, and all the Mad Men crew, this is where they had all their power lunches. It's a very historic mm-hmm. restaurant on the National Register of Historic Places. You know, very famous restaurant, but it's still a restaurant. Venture capitalists do not invest in restaurants or service businesses. They're very low margin, even one as as famous as as the Four Seasons, right? But the Four Seasons has some amazing assets. They have something like 50,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, 20,000 Facebook friends. I'm sure they're on Instagram all over the place, although I haven't looked. If Four Seasons Restaurants wants to raise money for expansion, I think they're actually planning to move to from one location in Manhattan to another later this year. Um, you know, And they don't want to go through the bother of getting an SBA loan, which is a pain in the neck. It takes forever to get approval. You know, The interest rates are out of sight. You know, a lot of banks just aren't lending to restaurants these days. These Four Seasons can take advantage of crowdfunding and tap into all those thousands and thousands of fans to, to raise money for whatever it is they want to do. And it's a very compelling sell because, you know, it's one of the most famous restaurants in the world. I mean, who wouldn't want to have the bragging rights of saying, I own a piece of the Four Seasons restaurant? Now, if they, if they combine that with, you know, some discounts, like, you know, a 20% off coupon for a lunch or something like that, that could be a very compelling crowdfunded offering um, and something that they would not be able to do until, until last October. Until the rule change. Okay, great. So bringing it home to this audience, how does this apply to an Amazon and eBay seller? Do you think these type, uh, our type of uh, entrepreneurs are a good fit for these crowdfunding sites? 
The short answer is they can be. Not everybody will be. Yeah. First of all, you do have to be profitable. Um, you know, you, uh, uh, the way the law works, a, a passive investor, someone who's not a part of your management team, can only get a return on their investment if you have earnings and profits. So if, if you're in a business where you have a profit one month but not a profit the next month, that's going to be a tough sell to a crowdfunded audience. If you consistently achieve profits, uh, however, uh, that could be very compelling to a crowdfunded audience. The second type of, uh, the second rule is if you have some kind of brand identity. So, for example, if you are doing, if you are a private label reseller, a true private label reseller, you you are putting your own brand of stuff out there uh, in some manner, shape, or form. That could be very compelling to uh, to a crowdfunded audience. Uh, like 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 anything else to do with e-commerce, your success depends on your ability to develop a niche. If you're selling stuff from all over the place, if you're a retail arbitrager, that's going to be a tough sell to a crowdfunded audience. But if you have a niche, if you're building a following on Amazon, people know you are the go-to seller for certain SKUs. That's the kind of thing where a crowdfunded audience might be uh, attractive. Uh, so, for example, um, I know this is mostly for Amazon sellers, but I have a very good friend who's a, a seven-figure eBay seller. He sells rock posters from the 1960s. Uh, and he has a huge following on eBay. Uh, somebody like that who needs to raise money, maybe he wants to build a, has start doing brick and mortar auctions or something like that. He would be an excellent candidate for crowdfunding, especially you know he has over I think something like a hundred thousand uh, positive feedback rating. He could be able possibly to tap into some of those people uh, to support his expansion. Awesome. Okay, so a profitable business that has their own product, some kind of a niche product or their own brand, that's a possibility. Right. So if someone thinks, well, you know, that's an option for me, what are the steps to getting from maybe I should try that to, hey, my offer is up? Okay, first thing is you can't just do this anywhere you like. Uh, you have to register with what's called a crowdfunding portal. The SEC right now is in the process of licensing these. Uh, there are about a dozen companies that have applied to become uh, crowdfunding portals. I don't think Kickstarter is one of them, but there is a company in New York uh, called SeedInvest.com, S-E-E-D-I-N-V-E-S-T.com. Uh, there are a couple of others that have registered with the SEC, and basically these are specialized websites that do nothing but handle crowdfunded offerings. You put together your, your business plan, you send it to them, and they post your offering on their site. Um, you know, you, you can't just do this anywhere. Um, you post the offering up there, and they, the portal, handles all of the communication between you and investors. The SEC requires this. What they, what they are basically are doing, Kat, is they're, they're putting all the burden of legal compliance on the portals. They're saying, look, we've got a million startup issuers out there. There's no way these people are going to know, be able to become experts in SEC regulation. We're going to create these portals, and the portals are the ones who have to comply with all of the legal stuff so that the issuers, so that your company doesn't have to. Um, you know, there are a lot of questions right now about the portals, what they're going to do for the, to help people, what they are not going to do, how they're going to price for their services. Some portals will charge a percentage of the offering amount. Others will charge a flat fee. Uh, others will charge um, a fee for helping you uh, prepare your offering documents so they look right, so they become attractive. There's going to be a whole little like gold rush industry uh, centered around these portals. I've actually been approached by one or two of them, um, you know, to provide like template documents 
that um, that companies can use when they do these kinds of offerings. So, so this is an evolving marketplace. Uh, the, the next year or two is going to tell the story of how well this is going to work. But I'm very excited about it. I I see this as as a, as a major development that's really going to it's really going to enable a lot of a lot of startup companies to bypass the banks. You know, up to, up until now. You know, if a startup company really wanted to get serious money, their only option was a bank loan. This now gives Not them anymore. a chance to tap into yeah. the securities markets and bypass the banks that created the, the whole financial disaster of 2008. Excellent, guys. So if you think this is something that's for you on the investor or the seller side, check out the crowdfunding handbook. We'll put a link in the show notes. Thank you so much, Cliff, for your time and Godspeed on your future book about your seven strong women. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Always a pleasure, Kat. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click, print, and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit Stamps.com. Think about all the reasons you love being a small business owner. Did accounting and taxes make the list? 40% of your peers say these are the least favorite tasks of being self-employed. Amazon sellers can turn to Inventory Lab. At Inventory Lab, we were sellers before developers. Our bundled services help eliminate your daily business headaches so you can enjoy the best parts of owning a business. Get your free 30-day trial at InventoryLab.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. No family can survive on two incomes anymore, let alone one. If you are supplementing your family's income working from home, then tune into The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio. Host Deb Bixler brings you sales tips, lead generation systems, and best business practices that guarantee direct sales success. Whether you're looking for a little extra cash or a career change, The Cash Flow Show, Direct Sales Radio will give you proven systems that will work in your home business. The Cash Flow Show, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. If you're looking for shipping supplies for your online business, then look no further than BubbleFast. Packing peanuts? They've got them. Poly bubble mailers? They've got those too. BubbleFast even has all the shipping supplies you need for Amazon FBA. So, what are you waiting for? Visit their website today at BubbleFast.com. Oh, and don't forget to use your That Cat Radio coupon code. 
That Cat Radio is good for 5% off your next purchase. Bubble fast. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.